Welcome to Dante's Inferno. What's up, podcast? This is a very special episode with my friend Kate Vontaine at Kate Vontaine. You can also follow her business at Get Mermaid Magic. These are all on Instagram. It's a phenomenal episode. Kate is an entrepreneur. She is just fucking amazing and somebody I'm very, very glad I know. We talk about a range of different topics in this episode and all of it is valuable. Uh, we dive into if you want to start something, how to start, some ways to get traction, uh, how she has developed her business so far. We talk about VoiceCon, her experience going to VoiceCon, talk about audio, talk about podcasts, talk about the creative process, talk a little bit about failure. And it's just a good episode. Like it was great, solid. We covered a lot of things that I think are very applicable and practical to your day to day life, especially if you're contemplating starting a business or brand or just starting anything in general. Oftentimes we get caught up in the minutiae and we overthink things and it, it paralyzes us. I hope this episode, my intent is to get you to leap, take that leap and to start whatever it is that you are contemplating and dwelling in. Just shift sifting in your hands and in your head. So I hope you enjoy. Thank you so much for listening. Your attention means the fucking world. Seriously, it's the best thing on this planet. I love, I love, I love, I love, I love you. Enjoy. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Perfectly. How about me? Awesome. Yes, I can hear you. Fantastic. Okay, number one. Let me get this out of the way. You are too much, okay? With the fucking shoes, the glitter. It's like, oh my god. Just, yeah. Thank you a billion fucking times. You are amazing, and I'm glad you exist in this planet. Yeah. You are welcome. I knew that you would enjoy them, so I wanted to send them. <laughs> okay, now that that's out of the way, god, there's like a burning hole in my chest. Tell me what's going on with you. And, oh, shit, we should probably do this. Um... For everybody listening who hasn't heard your previous interview that we did or doesn't know anything about you, can you just give like your hero's intro, you know, like a one-minute bio? One-minute bio, okay. Um, so yesterday was my last day at work. Today I moved to a cabin in the woods and I have my business Mermaid Magic, which is um, like – a cosmetics and accessories line that is eco-friendly, mermaid-friendly, um, and like all things sparkly and glitter. So that is less than a minute, but that's basically it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So how, God, cause I know we've talked about this before, but it's going to be a whole new audience and like listening. So why, why did you decide to start Get Mermaid Magic? Like what was the driving force behind that? So I knew I wanted to start, I knew I wanted to work for myself, like in some capacity. Um, and I had done marketing and I had thought about doing, um, like my own marketing agency for other people. But, um, ultimately, even if you're in a service-based business like that, you're still answering to a lot of other people on a day-to-day -day basis. So I kind of moved away from that and I was working in software development and just kind of, you know, 
learning all that I could, reading, and just wasn't sure what product I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to do products. Um, and then I've always wanted to be a mermaid ever since I was little. And so I was on this trip, and I stumbled upon a mermaid school. And so I went mermaiding for the first time. This was last summer. And, and what, what was, is mermaiding? Because I have no idea what that means. <laughs> it literally... Okay, so... In her school, she, like, put glitter on you. She gave you a crown, a tail, like, these tassels. And then you go in the ocean and mermaid. Like, you swim around. That's awesome. (laughs) It's exactly what it sounds like. It's the funnest thing ever. So, basically, from there, all my ideas kind of came together. And so... So, wait, um, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry for interrupting. Like, when you were out there... Yeah. Tell me what the moment... If there was a moment where you thought, holy shit, like there's something here. No, it wasn't. It wasn't then necessarily. So it was a couple of days into the trip after doing that. I was like, damn, like I want to do this like every day. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, how can I set that up, first of all? And then um, I kind of already knew like when you work for yourself, you you can have that kind of flexibility and work anywhere you want. Um, But I still... I mean, that's a service-based business still, too. And so I was still kind of on the products, and I didn't want to make something that I wasn't really super passionate about. So um, it was like a month later that I was thinking about it, and when you wear the glitter that she gave you, it was like falling all in your eyes, and it was like, you know, everywhere. And as soon as you get in the water, it kind of washes off. So (laughs) that, my first product that I've been, formulating since probably September is a waterproof body glitter and that is like what kind of started the whole thing um but if you have ever tried to create your own custom cosmetic it takes a pretty long time um because I'm still in the process of it so in the meantime I've launched some adjacent kind of product so i have these mermaid seals that stick on and stay on underwater which are amazing by the way my uh my dad brought his daughter over and she saw that my little sister cora had all the scales and glitter in her hair and she like was transfixed so we brought her out some of the the scales and she instantly like started putting them on and like it looks really good the packaging i was i'm not just saying this like i actually really mean it like the packaging is legit Thank you so much. Yeah, that that was probably took the longest for everything was trying to come up with that and sort of and I looked at all the other glitters on the market and even the biodegradable ones, they sell them in like plastic jars. And I'm like, how? What? That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Like, why are you getting this like premium biodegradable glitter and going through all that step and then selling it in plastic? It's to me, it just felt like so backwards so it took me a long time to figure out um how to sell it and get it and find those compostable packages that i found so that was something that took a really long time but it's really fun and fun to research and try to figure those things out um so (laughs) that's kind of where i am now and i'm still in the formulation phase on that other product um and so I'm kind of, it's kind of interesting that we're talking now because I'm in this, I'm trying to figure out what is my next move going to be essentially. Yeah. Um, 
am I going to kind of like double down on these two accessory products that I have going or I have an idea for this whole new product, um, which means that the waterproof will have to wait a little while. So I'm in brainstorming phase right now, (laughs) trying to decide between those. That is super exciting. Like, man, I'm so happy for you. Thanks. Yeah, it's really fun. It's very exciting, especially this part for me, because I think this is the part I like the most is the coming up with the new products and coming up with the new packaging and all that thought process. That's like super fun for me. So I, I, I love that. And there was a lot of different things in there that I kind of wanted to like stop and dive into. But the, the forefront, mm-hmm. one that comes to the forefront of my mind is a lot of a lot of people out there that are listening are, and a lot of people I talk to who are also listeners, they want to start things and coming from somebody who has actually started it and has gone through that process and is continuously putting in the work and moving it, you know, moving the ball forward, what would you tell people if they were in your similar position of, of not knowing what they want to do and like, what would you say to get them to actually start and just kind of dive into it? Well, I have... The answer that goes like both ways, which is like one is like wait and the other one's like just try it. So for a while I was just waiting because I didn't I didn't have any idea what I wanted to do. Um, but then once I so and once I decided like my category is mermaid cosmetics, then I was I waited from September to almost March of just this back and forth. And so in that instance, that's when I would say, go for it. And that's when I was like, I need to think of something else to get the ball rolling, which is the loose glitter and the scales. So I think you can do both. And it just depends on where you are in, in the phase of the process. Does that make sense? hundred percent. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. So, okay. Yeah. Cause no, no, go doesn't ahead. Sorry. Apply, like don't, don't always wait. But, like, also don't also just, like, try something that you're not even, like, that into, you know? So I think it just depends where you are. Love it. I'm sure, <laughs> without a doubt, that the whole process of you trying to, like, research and figure out what you're going to do and trying things out, that you encountered a lot of failure. I mean, yeah. So- I mean, I'm still technically in failure mode in my <laughs> mind because... The first product, the waterproof body glitter, is, like, not done. And I've gotten four samples back, and it's kind of at a point where I almost feel like I need to go to a different manufacturer. Like, I mean, that's one where I'm kind of stuck and why I'm sort of putting it on the back burner and considering doing another product that's a little bit more simple. Um, So it feels like some things are failures, but then other things... I don't know. It's not all a failure, but there's definitely been things that didn't work out. And even just to get that manufacturer that I'm working with now, I think we talked about this on the last podcast. I emailed at least like 70 to a hundred people and less than 20 people even like sent a response. And then from there it dwindled down to people who had like less than a 10,000 unit minimum. And then from there people that will deal with glitter, which was like three people like, some factories are like, no, we don't even touch glitter. So, I mean, there's kind of, like, a lot of – it's not like everything falls into place immediately, but I think things do happen how they're supposed to. But 
you'll get a lot of people that either say no or just don't respond. So what 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 kept you like motivated and kept you you know in the zone of like okay let's let's keep this going let's keep going forward Well I mean my ultimate goal is to work for myself and be free from having other people tell me what to do every day <laughs> and so I think working every day and being like god this sucks and then going home and being like I will not like the more I work on this now, the less I have to listen to other people later. So that's pretty much my main driver, I think. So that's just stubbornness. I don't know if that would work <laughs> for everyone. But. I love it. I love it. Okay. So tell me about this cabin in the woods. What what made you decide to move out here? Okay. So I got really lucky. My mom and her boyfriend built a cabin. And it has like a rentable space and it has a livable space. And... They were supposed to move up here, but for a bunch of other reasons, they can't move here now. And so they were like, do you want to move up there? And like, I'm not that nature of a person. Obviously, I'm more mermaidy than mountain. Um, but they were like, oh, you like no rent. And I was like, oh, well, actually. <laughs> well, actually, it is pretty mermaidy. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, if it's, uh, I'll be nature, I guess. So, um, and it's been like a couple of months of planning and then. Now I'm here today, like literally just got here like an hour ago. So what are you, what are your first thoughts? Like when you got be, there? I don't know. I feel okay. So ever I feel like I'm supposed to be nervous or like worried and like people are like, Oh, do you know people there? I'm like, no, I don't know any people at all. <laughs> and I feel like I'm supposed to be like nervous, but I don't feel nervous at all. I feel like so calm and like relaxed. Maybe in a couple of days I'll be like, oh my god, what have I done? But right now I feel great. <laughs> That's legit. You got to post some pictures. I, I just saw the one video. I don't know if that was at where the cabin is with the hummingbird. Yes, it is. We have a hummingbird feeder, and there are a lot of cute little hummingbirds that come up here. So. Love it. Love it. So what, what, like, what, what's your mindset now? Like, what are your, what are your plans after this, after this interview is over, and you know, you resume your life? What are your, what are your plans for the future? Okay, so like I kind of briefly mentioned, I do not have a job anymore. Like, I quit my job, and that was not really part of the plan. That was like a last minute development. So I told myself I'm going to take a week and try to figure out between those three products, what I want to focus on next. I'm like and, and just real, real quick, sorry to interrupt. Can you, can you restate the three products? Sure. Okay. So I, I consider the three different things. Like one's the accessory product. So the loose glitter and the scales. And then the second one is the new product that I have a bunch of ideas for and I've gotten some like sketches and product packaging ideas for, but I don't have it put together yet and then the third is the waterproof body glitter so in my mind i'm 90 percent certain the next thing i want to work on is that brand new idea um because i'm really excited about it and i think it's gonna be what what i need and what i can do because that waterproof product is is just i would need a lot more capital to really dive into that one and so that's kind of why i'm waiting and putting it a little bit to the side but I like to, I feel like I have space and time 
think about it so I don't really have to rush. So I'm going to wait, and this week I'm going to figure it out in my mind and then go from there. And I think I will – I need to do something for work-wise to fund my new inventory. <laughs> Even though I don't have to pay rent, I do want to be able to buy new inventory um, and launch the new product, hopefully before – this Christmas season, because I think it would do really well um, for Christmas time, because it's going to be a kit. It's going to be three things in one. Um, so I really just have to figure out the nitty gritty of that, and then like kind of hit the ground running. But I kind of felt like I was trying to pursue all three for a little while while working and still living in Charleston and being just crazy busy. So. I'm like, I have this space. I need to just pause for a second. You know what I mean? I yeah. feel like that's the opposite of like most advice, which is like, hustle, work really hard. But like, <laughs> I feel like I just need to put, hit pause for like one second and make sure that this is the right thing to do. You know? 100%. I mean, a lot of the things I've done in my life, which I, they're kind of motivated by like, do it, do it, do it, do it. And then it ended up being yeah. actually pretty detrimental. And that what I really needed to do in that situation was just kind of take a breather and like get perspective on like, okay, where is this actually going? What are my action, you know, actions actually taking me? And no, I have to switch. And my, my you know, the, the train's kind of getting derailed off the tracks. I got to re recalibrate. So total, I totally resonate with that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I ultimately want to be a cosmetics company. I want to be a green beauty company. And so... I don't want to do, I like the scales and the glitter and I think that they're important, but those are not aligning with being a true cosmetic company. So that's another reason I'm like, I need to, you know, like you said, recalibrate and figure, make sure this aligns with what I really want to build. That is so freaking cool. Like, man, like I'm just super excited to see, cause since we, we first talked on that first interview, you've like come a freaking long way and just your ideas, what you have for the future, what you want to do, your your, your plans, like that that's super exciting. What I, I had a, something I want to ask you before. What are your what's your like? How, how do you get creative? Like what what do your ideas come from? Like do you have a certain thing you do? Do you like sit on the couch and drink tea, and then you're just like, all right, let's let's do this. Like what's your process? Well, usually it is like I lay on the ground. So oh really? I just have to like <laughs> lay on the ground and like close my eyes and it's usually if I after I've done like a workout or something that's like the best time for the last like month or so when I was in Charleston I was doing a lot of yoga and after like as soon as I'd get out of yoga that's that's when I had like the best ideas that's when I had the ideas for this three-in-one kit that's when I was like you want to be a beauty company remember like what are you doing um so because I got a little distracted I think I mean, everyone does, especially when you have this, when you have one product and you're really trying to promote it and do all these photo shoots. And then <clears throat> I just had to get back to what I'm really going to do. Um, but yeah, so it's just like in a quiet space, lay on the floor <laughs> and close my eyes. I, I legitimately then, thought you were screwing with not, me as you went into that. <laughs> no, I am totally serious. But I'm not like, ooh, this is when I need to think about a good idea. Yeah. It's like, ooh, I need to like, stop trying to think of stuff, stop trying to find stuff, and just stop moving kind of a thing. 100%. So that's yes. when I get the good ideas. 
Hey, Kate. And I'm going to try to keep doing yoga out here. I think yoga helps. Everyone should do yoga. I know people say that and it sounds annoying, but after doing it for a month, I'm like, whoa, I know what they're talking about. <laughs> they're right. Yoga is awesome. My, my friend Ashley, she does yoga for like two hours every single night and as soon as she listens to this episode oh, and wow. hears you say that, she's going to go out of her mind. <laughs> yeah. Like, I promise I'm not like one of those people that's like, oh my God, I love yoga, but you should try it. Like, and it's not, not those ones that are like crazy fast with the music and all flowy. I mean, you need to find like a, like a really simple, um, postural yoga. It, I mean, they're on YouTube. I know they are for free. So. I recommend that to anyone whose brain feels crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Kay, I have a question from Brian. He says, I'm interested in her strategies for promotion and advertising uh, if you you get to it. So what what are your thoughts? Like, how have you advertised your company and how have you promoted it so far? So I would say giveaways and influencers on Instagram are pretty much the number one way. I just started Pinterest, and on Facebook, I've been super lax. Like, I I have not been doing all that I should be doing on Facebook. Um, But on Instagram, I am finding, I feel like, pretty good success. Um, And I did, so I do basically Gary's equivalent of 60 Second Club. I do Mermaid Minute. So on every post, the first person to comment, they get something free every single day. So I either send scales or glitter and then I send like a sticker, um, and a postcard. And then I've done, I've partnered with a couple of like artists and creators in the mermaid space for giveaways. So I'll just contribute my products to their giveaway. And then I did my own like big giveaway that it lasted for a month. Um, and it was actually a mermaid tail. So, and it caught, so that's about a $300 value. Um, but I got like 250 emails and almost, I mean, over a thousand followers on Instagram from that. So I haven't really done any paid, like true paid advertising on Facebook or Instagram. I've done a couple posts that I like boosted and boosted a couple videos, kind of like testing things out and trying different cities, just doing a basic boost. Um, but I'm not running any consistent paid ads. And then in addition to all that, all of the like big professional mermaid accounts, I'm trying to partner with them and, um, other, I've reached out to like some other aquatic kind of companies and like some, uh, festival based companies, but I haven't gotten quite as much traction with them. Um, but I'm going to keep going that way and then oh there's another app so this is a super cool app um and what i've from what i've seen of it it's a lot of like females so is this brian from instaswim no no no. this is uh, a brian i I know uh, here in arizona he does like music he has his own uh like record recording studio Oh, neat. Okay, well, I would tell him to check out this app. It's called Muses. And so what I've mostly been counting on there is beauty bloggers and, like, health bloggers, but there are a bunch of other ones. So you can make an account on there as a business, and you post collabs. So I just posted, like, the Mermaid Magic collab, and I put all the – it's, like, it's basically, like, this really easy way to create influencer marketing 
with multiple people at one time. Say, um, can you say so the name I've got one more like time? Thirty people in my group. Sorry. Can you say the the name of it one more time? It's uh huh. It's muses, M U S E S, like a painting muse. Um, so and that's a free app. It's totally free, and I ha- I got a lot of interest in people who wanted to do posts trade for sponsors. So I haven't sent those out. Um, but the, I got a lot more diverse accounts, um, doing that. So hoping to build partnerships through there. And I I recommend anyone to look at it. Um, it's mostly for Instagram. Some of them did have YouTube, but it's a primarily like Instagram based, uh, follower count, I guess the, all the people on there are like posting on Instagram. So that was something interesting that I found. Um, but yeah, just mostly, um, giveaways, interacting, like commenting on other people's, uh, pages and doing like lots of stories and, and polls and just trying to figure out, like get to know this community that I have. Cause I feel like I already have kind of like a little community. When I ask questions, like, do you like this? Do you like that? They'll be like, yes, no, this is why. So it's really interesting. Awesome. No, I love it. And, and, uh, kind of making this more specifically tailored, um, to Brian, cause he has a, a recording studio for like musicians. That's, that's what he does. So Brian, mm-hmm. what she's saying is like, if I were you, right, if I had my own studio and this is just based off my own framework and, and Kate, you can jump in, I would be looking for musicians in Arizona and then like trying to comment on them. Not like, you know, come, you know, to my studio or whatever, but I would just comment to like, engage with their photos so if they post something of like them eating a picture you know eating eating a picture eating some food on instagram i'd be like oh that's delicious and do that over you know like a month or or months and slowly bring awareness you know bring bring um you to their attention to kind of build that relationship so later down the line maybe like after a month or two months they'll come to your profile and be like holy crap like this person's been engaging with me so many times they, they go look at your stuff and they're like, they have a studio, let me hit them up or, you know, have a, have a buddy who wants to, you know, put an EP together, let me hit them up. So that's what came to mind listening to Kate talk about that. And the giveaways, that, oh, that just has worked for so many different people I've, I've seen. Kate, what's your take on, like, giving away? Because, like, a lot of people don't want to do that. They don't want to give things for free. They don't want to spend any money, like... What, what would you tell people who are in that position where they just, maybe they don't know, they don't see the value, or they just have uh, reservations about giving things for free? Yeah. Well, if you have a really expensive product, I can see why it would be harder to do it um, every single day. But the scales and the glitter are between 12 and $14 retail. So I can send those in the mail in a regular envelope with just like a couple stamps on it. Um, and so to me, it's a better deal than paying for ads. Um, but also <laughs> I joked with some of my friends, like when I was first starting it, I was like, I'm basically running like a mermaid charity, but I was having so much fun with it. Yeah. Like it's fun. I, all these photos I'm posting are either photo shoots that I did with my friends or, of other people wearing them and they share their photos with us. So for me, it's fun to like post and get to know people and like the excitement around it is really fun too. Like sometimes if I don't post 
by a certain time, I'll get messages of like, oh my god, when are you posting? Like, what? Where's Mermaid Minute? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm busy, <laughs> but I'm about to post right now. So like, for me, it's been really fun and just rewarding in that way. Um, but I think it just is because I'm having so much fun with it that I kind of don't think about the numbers that much. If that makes sense, <laughs> that might not be the best advice. No, that that makes complete sense. I mean, like when you feel when you get as much pleasure from from giving it away, because I mean, in a way, it is a tactic. It's just a tactic that people freaking love because they're getting stuff for free. But if you feel really good about it as you're giving it away, whether it be you know like time in the studio, or you know you you do like if you're uh, like if you create digital art, you do like some free work for somebody, like. You're you're giving that and you're helping to build a relationship and like man it's it's also a tactic against the algorithm too you know now that Instagram is sorting your posts um, as soon as I post something within that first minute I have at least five to ten comments and likes and so more and more people have access to my stuff just because people are playing this game so. It's, it's, I because I thought about it for a long time. Like, why is he doing 60 Second Club so much? I'm like, I know he has like a zillion books and like he has all these things to give away. But then I realized like you're playing the algorithm, but also giving people a lot of value. You know what I mean? Like, someone's getting something they really want for free, and more people have access to my photos because the algorithm's showing it to more and more people because it's getting so much engagement so fast. So, that, I mean, that that's been really helpful. Perfectly said. I, I noticed high numbers of engagement. No matter it's like no matter what photo it is, and no matter what time I post it. So, it's it's just the fact that people engage with it so quickly. It's it's really beneficial. Love it. What is um, what is your take on? I'm trying to see how I can word this. A lot of people I speak to, they they like they burn out very very quickly. You know, they they start things and then they they like back out or they lose like the the drive to do it. They lose the motivation to do it. Like when you when you encounter you know phases where you're not exactly super thrilled to keep doing the same thing, even though like in the macro you love doing it, but like the micro moments where you're like, ah oh, fuck, this is really really hard. How do you get through that? Like what what is your thing that keeps you on track and you know moving away from like quitting or or you know feeling like dejected mm -hmm. well I think because I have the only thing I'm committed to doing in any kind of level every single day is that mermaid minute post so there are some days where like I might that day all I've done for the business is that post. Like if I'm feeling really tired, if I'm feeling like super out of it or whatever, I, I post that post, but it, I'm not staying up that night until midnight and a bunch of other things. Like I'm, I do take breaks. Um, but I made sure that like, I told myself, this is the one thing I'm committing to do every day. And I always do it. I have not missed a day since I started it. Um, and I don't plan to like, ever stop doing it no matter you know what the company ever becomes I always want to keep doing this because um, I made that promise but there are definitely days where I do not do anything else I just say you know what like I can't do this right now or 
or like you know my real job was trumping it that day like i have to work on this other stuff or like just live stuff like i have to you know do my laundry go to the grocery store go to this go to that like there are things where that happens so i don't think that you know you have to like kill yourself every single day like i definitely take a day and just don't do anything um or at least i try to when i need it but i also don't set like arbitrary days like oh every saturday i i take the day off like no i don't do that but i might work like 20 days in a row and then take one off or i might take every other day off for a week because it's like a hard week i don't know i just don't put any really strict parameters like i must do this i just kind of let it flow so you kind of go with what you're feeling like day to day so like today you feel kind of off and you're like okay i need to like rest recharge a little bit you don't you don't like bash yourself emotionally because you need to you know have that day off like you kind of just go with whatever you sense that you kind of need is that correct yeah definitely and i try to kind of like batch things so even though i'm doing this giveaway every day i'm not like going and getting them putting the stamp addressing it writing the letter la, 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 every single day like i wait until about a week or 10 days and then I sit down and I do all of them and then like I'll sit down one day and I'll put in five blog posts and I won't make I won't publish them like so I kind of batch things and do them all together when I can um or like one day is like a packing day where I'm just sketching and just trying to come up with these designs and then another day is like just pricing out new jars and just like so it's that kind of thing. I kind of split it up um, and, like, batch things together. Love it. So if you could go back to, like, that first, you know, maybe month or first few months where you started Mermaid Magic, what what advice would you give yourself to, like, help speed things along or help shortcut the process? I don't think that I would try to shortcut it or speed it. Um I actually think the way that it's like the way that some things didn't work out in the time that I was waiting for all that to work out, I learned something else that I needed now and the time that I needed, like, for example, like even just like really like basic stuff. Like I had these, I had everything priced out for the waterproof glitter. I had labels, I had jars, I had my shipping cart. Like, I literally had everything completely ready to go because I thought they were going to be ready to launch in January, like, full production. And then in January, we weren't even done formulating the sample. Oh, the first wow. one. So, I know. But then, in all that time that it took from January to March, I found all these other sourcing things that cut my prices in half, or almost by two-thirds. So, I learned things like that and then I also as I started thinking and and doing more and more realizing that I can order much smaller quantities than I thought I needed to and then because it took all that time that's how I got the idea for the scales and then because all this time now this is how I got the idea for the three-in-one kit like all these things that are coming up I I mean they're kind of like you know, forks in the road where I kind of went a different way, but I think that they're good things and I really, you know, like them. So I don't, I don't think I would hurry it up because 
then I would just be here with one product instead of like four, <laughs> you know? That was so. awesome. Yeah, no, that was freaking great. That's perfect. Yeah, no, I don't have anything yeah, to add. Like that's, I mean, that's that I whole process so of things. learning different things while you're going through it. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, so, so, so many things. And it's given me a lot of time to like get to know this audience because it's a lot different than I thought. Like I thought all, all the mermaid people were going to be me and like my age. And then I'm realizing like, no, there's a lot of, like, older, a lot of younger. There's even, like, a surprising number of people in places who, I mean, I should know. Like, obviously, you can live anywhere. But, like, in Poland, in Germany, wow. in India, like, all these people I'm connecting with. Like, it's a, I think mermaiding is, like, not, I was like, oh, everyone who lives, like, by the beach will like this. And that is not the case. I don't know what <laughs> made me think that. So, I'm learn. I just keep learning more and more. And that, like I said, things are happening in the right way, even if it's not how I really wanted it at first. <laughs> that's you so know? cool. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. That's freaking epic. What? Tell me about VoiceCon. What was your experience? Oh my gosh, the best ever. <laughs> like I want them to do another one. <laughs> they can have the same speakers. I still want to go. It was really, really good. Like. So, so, so good. Um, from, okay, so just from, like, a, a production standpoint, like, their event staff did such a good job. I used to, like, during college and right after, I worked in large-scale events, and so I was just so impressed. Like, the food was good. There was no lines. Like, logistically, it was good. I Like, I was so impressed, which is, like, it's hard to do an event for a 1,000 people, and, like, not have it suck, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a it's a huge undertaking. So just from that perspective, it was really good. Um, and then, I, I mean, the people, I got to meet, like, really, really great people, like, several of whom who I still talk to and who I just, like, kind of watch from afar, and I'm just, like, super in awe of them. Um, and then, like, on the technical side of voice, I'm like, oh, shit. I need to get to work. <laughs> and I I still haven't figured out exactly how I'm going to do my, um, how I want to do my scale or what I want to do. But I do, I bought an Alexa, I bought the Echo. And so I've just been kind of trying to use it as people would and, and kind of learn a little bit more about it. So what's your, do you have an Echo? Like, have you played with it at all? What do you? What are your thoughts on it? We we have an Alexa, and I mean, like, so the stuff I do is I'm trying to fit into that mold of being like the public speaker, the motivational speaker, and so when I think about voice, I'm trying to like, okay, maybe I can have like a, a daily thing where like it gives you a briefing, like maybe you say, you know, Alexa, I am feeling depressed today, and then like it gives you a rant that I have that was you know like a powerful rant, and that kind of helps you. Like that's the only way I've kind of thought about it. But I don't know, like voice is such a, mm -hmm. I know it's going to make things a lot easier, a lot quicker. I'm just, it's, it's very interesting trying to, like I have to, I have to play with something like in the dirt to really feel like how I can use it. You know what I mean? Like, and doing it from an abstract place yeah. of it's not here yet. And like, how can I use it? It's very, very hard for me to make that jump, you know? Yeah. Me too. I, because so far, all I've found myself like practically doing with it 
is listening music. <laughs> like, I don't want to ask Alexa, like, anything. I'm just like, it is really, really nice to just be like, Alexa, play this song. Alexa, play this artist. Alexa, stop. Um, so, I definitely see the ease in it. But I'm, like, I don't know if I'm the person that uses it yet. Like, yeah. So, and I also don't have, like, a lot of people in my house, especially now I'm by myself, but, like, I don't have other people also using it. So I don't really even get to observe other people. But I'm going to I'm keep keep playing with it. But, oh, another thing I took away from uh, VoiceCon, there's two things. So, one, even if you don't start a podcast, you need to start advertising on one. So I forgot to mention this, but the only paid advertising I've done other than a few boosts is I am uh, I did pay for ads on a mermaid podcast, which was really cool. Uh, specifically um, on like someone else's mermaid podcast. Yes, there's a podcast called the Mermaid Podcast, and cool. I am the first sponsor. <laughs> Actually, no, there might have been another sponsor, but um, so I was really excited about that because I I've been thinking so much about starting a podcast, but I don't think I want to start one under the Mermaid account. I kind I'm like sort of like wanting to start one just under my name. And kind of, I had a blog before where I interviewed all female entrepreneurs, and I kind of was thinking of transitioning that to a podcast, but then, I don't know, that's another thing I want to think about this week, is how I want to do voice for personal. Um, and then the other thing that Gary talked a ton about was sonic branding. So, what is that? you know how, it, it's crazy that we already know it. But we didn't. There wasn't really a name for it. So you know when you watch a Disney movie and the castle shows up and then it makes that twinkling sound and it goes like the light, like Tinkerbell shines over the castle. Yeah. Or like Pixar, it's like that light bulb sound. Or Farmers, it's like dun 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 dun. dun like we are farmers. Yeah, like the jingle. Like all these brands that have those little snippets of sound. That you can just like so quickly. It's just like the logo game. Like, you know, when you see all those logos and you can um, automatically identify like it's Pepsi, it's GE, whatever. They they have always, the big ones like Disney and GE and, and these insurance companies have had sonic branding, which is just that sound bite that goes with your brand. So I actually worked with someone and got some like audio made. And I'm still figuring out like how I want to use it and where I want to use it, but I have it. So that I, I'm glad you brought that up because I almost forgot about the Sonic branding. Um, so did did he mention but, why it's so powerful to have Sonic branding like that? Why is that jingle so or well, the, the effect? Because if people are just going through Alexa and people are just listening to podcasts and, and they're never even going to see your logo. So how are they going to it's, – it's the same way that a logo is a – a visual cue that that twinkle sound is Disney's audio cue or like that light bulb sound is like you're about to watch a Pixar movie and like it reminds you of every Pixar movie you ever loved and like made you cry you know what I mean yeah so in a world where we don't even always look at screens we're just interacting with these voices it's got to be it's that cue it's it's the only branding that you have on Alexa Google Home or, or, or whatever Facebook comes out with. So you have to, it will be the only thing you have to brand yourself. Love it. And su super helpful. So like if, so do you plan on starting a podcast like soon or is it just something you're kind of thinking about? 
Well, okay, so I know I need to. Like, Gary's basically like, if you are doing anything and you're not doing a podcast, like, you're an idiot. And I'm like, I know. I need to get on this. So, I just can't figure out what I want it to be about. I can't figure out if I want it to be, like, serious or silly or, um, like, I don't know. I, I have, I'm just trying to figure out what I want to do. Because, like we talked about earlier, with that blog, I did, I really, really enjoyed it and I really liked it. But that was something that I got kind of burned out on. Yeah. And I kind of was like not, it was like, it was such a struggle to like motivate myself to do it, which is like, if I have to work that hard to like get amped up to do it, I shouldn't do it. So I want to find something that I'm so amped up about that doing a podcast around that would be not, not a struggle for me. And not, not like in a lazy way, but just like in a, I want to make sure I'm really into this kind of way. No, that, that makes like a hundred percent sense. Like this interview, like getting guests on, on the show to talk about success and talk about like your journey, what you're going through, your, you know, your like ways of getting past things. Like I, when I, like me sitting down, like talking to you and, and like I have the, I'm Facebook live streaming. I'm like, it's, it's like I'm being pulled to do it. Whereas I, I also try yeah. vlogging and I'm like consistent daily vlogging, like the whole day. And my God, like I know Gary stresses it because of like the memories in the future and this and this, but I hated it with like every fiber of my soul. So I, like, I, I, I agree with you. Like you need to find the thing that you can, like you feel pulled to do and then it's easy and it's, it's uh-huh. actually fun to do and it's not taxing or draining or like counterproductive and you have to kind of fight through it to make it happen. But then on the other yeah, side, like sometimes exactly you kind of have to do that just to get to a place where you, you're comfortable doing it consistently and it turns into a fun thing. So I don't know. It's kind of like that, you know, both yeah. sides. I think it's like one of those analysis paralysis kind of things. Like I've just been thinking and thinking and thinking about it. And I did two episodes of it as Boss Lady Jobs, the old blog. But I don't know. So I, I really don't know on that one. I just, I got to do something. I got to figure it out. <laughs> I mean, like if you, but, this is just off the top of my head. If, if you started a podcast, like if you, if you got Anchor where you could just like rip the audio like straight you know, just speaking to your phone, just talking about mm-hmm. various processes, like, okay, I want to launch this product and kind of just, um, what do you call it? Like, uh, verbal or not verbal vomit. What is it? Like, you know, thought vomit, like take your thoughts and like verbalize them as you're kind of thinking them like, okay, I want to do this, but maybe this and like kind of vo- formulate your process and, and verbalize it. I think a lot of people would find that helpful and I would definitely get a kick out of listening to that. Yeah. I mean, I change my mind so much. <laughs> I, every day I change my mind. That's why I have to like get really serious and write it down and then stop thinking of new ideas. Because I get too many new ideas. <laughs> so, But I also, I want to do something with other people. That's something I, I do know. I want, I like talking to other people and learning about their perspective. So sometimes I think I want to do one that's like not even about business. It's just like about people. Yeah. Um, so. Super cool. Hey, okay, so if a lot of ideas. <laughs> no, I, I I love it. Like thinking about, I think the whole hustle and like interviewing entrepreneurs is getting super, super, super overplayed just because so many people are doing it. And it's like this massive trend right now. So having people just uh-huh. do things they find fun or entertaining or engaging, like just for them and not related strictly to just entrepreneurship. I think that's pretty rad. Like I have, I have a coworker from this last job. 
because um, I ended my job as well yesterday. It's kind of funny that you mentioned that. And my coworker just started a, a podcast with her. Um, I don't know if it's her cousin or sister or whatever, but they started a podcast just kind of talking about like random things and, and like kind of like music and stuff. And it's it's cool to listen to. Like it's it's a it's a nice change from the usual pace of work and hustle and this and success and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So and yeah, and I'm kind of even played out over like I only want to talk to women about their businesses. Like I want to talk to everyone, you know. So okay, that's just it's just something to think about. I love it. But I, okay, I I've been watching your videos and I need to understand the beet business. Why are you always eating beets? <laughs> It's, um, I am, I'm like trying to figure out, where did he explain this? Like, why is he eating beets? And I can't find, how, like, what the story behind that is. That's hilarious. Okay, so I, one day when I was working at this previous job, I brought in, like, a beet. Because, like, I, I like eating, you know, super healthy food, and I want to make sure my health is on point. So when I'm, like, 80, I look good. So I brought in a beet one day, yeah. and I was just eating it, and I kind of, like, had it sitting on my desk. And I was really thinking about it, because, like, I eat weird shit all the time that's, like in the extremes of health. So it was just like normal to me, but I kept getting looks by people walking across my desk. And then a bunch of people like kept asking me like, what is that? Like, I don't even know what that, what is this big red thing? And it kind of turned into this joke. I started an Instagram page called just a, a beat, just kind of like annoy my coworkers. Cause they just like, we got in this whole thing. Like they were giving me shit for eating beets and I was like giving them shit back. And yeah, then I just kept starting like eating beets and showing it and just turn turn like a thing, you know? Yeah, it, it is a thing. It's so funny. I've I've been loving it. Well thank and you. I love They're delicious. Questions with Cora too. So are you gonna keep doing questions with Cora? Yeah, I took a break from that. She kept um there was a period for like two weeks where she kept missing the weekends, which is where I had the most time to like sit down and, and do it with her. And Okay. I don't know. It was just, it was like multiple things, but yes, I'm going to resume it and keep it going while I'm here. Definitely. That's awesome. I, I want to get that like... That is awesome. Yeah, thank you. She, she has a kick out of doing it. I want to get your, like your vision for the future. Like if you could snap your fingers right now, be transported five or 10 years into the future, what ideally would you want your life to look like? In terms of business, in terms of personal, like just across the board, what would you want your life to look like? Okay, well, so it's funny that you asked that because in April, I did this thing called Lifebook. Have you heard of Mind Valley? It's a really cool website. I have not. Let me mark that down though. Okay, well, you should check it out. It's called Mind Valley. And so it's very like self helpy, um, which I'm super into though. And so they have like all kinds of different courses. And I watch like a lot of their YouTube videos, but I had never done one of their courses until they got Lifebook, which is they, it's a program where you divide like life into 12 categories. And then you basically write a book of like what you would want every category to look like. So I have an actual book <laughs> that I wrote that has basically everything in it. Um, so I definitely recommend people do that because once I did that, it's so much easier for me to make decisions. Um, because now instead of being like, is this a good idea? And everything that comes to me 
Like, is this a good idea? Is this what I want? Now I know exactly what I want. And when something presents itself, I'm like, this is in the plan or this is not in the plan. And so decisions are just super easy. Um, uh, and another book that I just came up, I've been listening to is principles. Um, Gary had Ray Dalio, the author, I think it was an ask Gary V, but it was really, really good. And so I bought his book and I just had time to listen to it in the last few weeks. And that it's kind of that same idea. Like if you set these principles for yourself, you don't have to make new decisions every day. So you save yourself a ton of time. Um, that's kind of off topic, but it's, there's are both two things I'd recommend. And They've helped me make a ton of decisions this summer. Like, I've made more decisions this summer about, like, my life and everything. And they were all easy decisions to make. And once I made them, I have not had, like, any regrets, any remorse. Like, every decision feels so easy to make. Um, but, so, did you say five years? Five, five or ahead? ten, you can pick. Whichever one sounds the best. Okay. Well, <laughs> they're both going to be amazing. Let's just say that. <laughs> uh, um, so in five years, I want to have my full line. I want to have like a full line on the market, and I want to be in national retailers, and I also want to be in the beginnings or working towards being um, international, like globally carried um, through like major retailers like Sephora. Um, wow. and that is what I want. I want everyone to have magic makeup in their life and glitter. That's good for you. So I want everyone to sparkle basically. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I mean, I have like a much more detailed plan, but I don't want to like, you know, take you through my whole life. No, no, of but course, of course. If, I mean, if you're trying to put yours together, I would look at Lifebook, and I think I, I think I sent you the link. It was like, oh my god, like, let me tell you about this. Yes, it, it I'm gonna rack so through my it, Gmail and like so bring that up again because that that's not like that. It's huge. If you don't know what you want your life to look like, you're just kind of running on autopilot, and like whatever just enters your life, that becomes your life. Like. It's very important to anchor yourself into a vision. Well, you're running on autopilot, but then every decision you make, you agonize. You're like, what should I do? This is going to be such a huge decision. Is this the right decision? Like, uh, and like no decisions have felt like that for me since I did it. Since I did it, I feel like I can make decisions just so easily, so quickly. And they're the right choice. I love it. Kate, I... Like, seriously enjoy talking to you. You have such, like, a, a bubbly, outgoing, like, really just, like, positive, bright personality and energy about you. And it's it's really cool following your journey and, and listening to you just talk about, like, your life and, and what you're going through. Like, I really get a kick out of it. And thank you for coming on the show. Where can people find you and, and like, follow you and just dive into your world? Well, thank you. I really, really like watching your videos, too. I like your energy. And I love Cora. She's so cute. I love Cora. She's Cora. So it brings me a lot of joy to watch your videos. Um, but you can find me on Instagram. It's Kate Vontaine. And then I'm also vlogging on YouTube. And if you are looking for glitter, you can find that at Get Mermaid Magic on all social media or GetMermaidMagic.com. I love it. And Kate, just as like a one final like blast of, of, of you know, verbal greatness like what would you tell people as like parting words the last thing they hear from you what would you say 
could be like motivational, could be success. You want. Sorry, say it again. It would be. It would be that you can have everything you want. You just have to decide what you want. Love it, Kate. Thank you for coming on. It was a freaking blast. Thank you for having me. I love chatting with you guys. All right. See you later, Kate. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Seriously, it means everything to me. I don't know how to say this in like I want I want like a word or something or like a fucking like magic phrase I could just say it to like convey to you how much it means to me that you're listening to this podcast like gobbledygook and then you're just like oh and then you just feel it and you're like oh, I feel so amazing right now. If that if that existed, I, fuck, that would be amazing. But it doesn't, so I just have to use these these primitive words. Um, I love you. Thank you so much. I'm extremely grateful and humbled that you listen to my podcast. It's the best thing on this planet. It would mean if you want to take this a little bit further, like, you know, make things serious. Like if you're, you know, popping the question of like, let's get married. If you want to take in that direction with me, please, please, please go five star this podcast. It would mean the entire world to me. But if you don't, that's okay too. I just appreciate you listening to me and giving me a slice, a little slice of your attention. I love you. Thank you. Happy Saturday, and if you're listening to this at a later point, whatever day it is for you, happy that day, and I hope it's your best day of your fucking life.